It's your time. It's your time. It's your time. Hey, welcome to the Men of Vision podcast. I am your boy, D. Rob, and I just want to say thank you for lending me your listening ear. Hey, we got a special show for you today. Um, And so as we get ready to um, go right into our feature program, I just want to say thank you. I pray that these These podcasts are bringing value to your lives, helping you establish um, some effective principles for leadership so that we can take back into our communities, on our jobs and within our homes and lead effectively. As you always hear me say, success is in your hands, but it's up to you what you do with it. Stay tuned for our future podcast. Big Brother's watching. <laughs> All right. Get back. Share the screen. Right. Talk to me, uh, Justin, about um, the immature man. I'm learning immaturity is not knowing. Um, I've been immature in my people pleasing thinking that I have to be for everybody in every situation. And I think as a man, you develop convictions, you develop, and even psychologically, you reach a point where there are things that are important to you and you uh, or I would live my life based off of those things. And so understanding that I may not be right, it's not about being right or wrong, It's more so about identifying the way I want to be and live and go by and leaning on that every chance that I get. Sometimes that means it's about having a purpose. Sometimes it means it's about having conviction. But maturity, I believe, and I think it lines up in some of the research I've been doing uh, on psychology, is that you get to a point where you realize it's not about right or wrong. It's about what works for me and the way I envision my life. And it's not only the maturity to recognize or have that awareness of what my convictions are that I'm gonna live my life, but it's also being mature enough to be accountable to what those things actually mean. That stuff is hard. That's where I get in trouble. Oh, that's real good, I like that, that's real good. So <clears throat> immaturity, immature, oh, I didn't ask this question. Should have asked what's maturity, but we're going to keep it going. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it all out as we go along, right? So immaturity and maturity are both like um, emotional intelligence. Oh, both link, rather. Let me say that. Are both linked to um, emotional intelligence. Um, I'm going to have you read uh, for me, Eddie. Uh, immaturity once it pops up if you can see it man you would have me on this little screen you know i'm on my phone <laughs> I, you, I you could up. pinch it on your phone you could pinch there it on you your go. Phone. hold on it's i'm blowing it up for you i'm blowing it up for you 
Can you see? Uh, you said read the maturity or the immaturity side? Immaturity. Okay, is when someone thinks and acts like a child, which I've done that. They don't think about the responsibilities or, or consequences, which I've done that, but rather uh, live in the moment. An immature person may run or try to avoid their problems rather than face the issues directly. I don't do that. I do try to try to try to face them, but so. Oh, that's good. But you know, I want you to think about this, man. You know, uh, much to what uh, what Justin said. I mean. There's, there's different avenues to, to how we uh, uh, deal with uh, immaturity. Um, there's different, immaturity shows up in our lives in different, in different ways. Um, and we're gonna, we're gonna address some of those ways that it shows up. And, 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 um, and I'm gonna share, I'm, I'm gonna share some, I'm be very transparent this afternoon or this evening as we talk about these things. Because as I was doing this, this, uh, this study and as I was putting these slides together, I was I was seeing these things in my own life, you know. So when it comes to maturity, Justin, holla at me. Read uh, maturity, sir. Basically means to think and act like an adult. A mature person is someone who acts with wisdom and has self-control. A person will talk about situation and deal with the problems on handle on uh, deal with problems and handle them appropriately. Yeah, and handle them appropriately. I appreciate that. A typo right there. Yeah, but I got you. I knew what you where you was going with it. <laughs> that's real good. So that's maturity. So in, in a nutshell, somebody just share, talk to me about maturity. Well, just like you said, uh, that's, you know, like I said, I, I'm starting to catch myself. But like you said, um, thinking ahead of time and then responding uh, in a decent manner and in the correct manner, the, the, um, the right way, you know, seeing, you know, being enlightened, um, as you're having this, this conversation or, or, or whatever you're doing, um, to see where it's going to take you or, or, you know, direct your, or even develop into something. Um, that's what I'm trying to get better at, um, where, I, you know, in, in my younger days, I, I want to say I was really good at that. You know, I think now as you get older, a lot of times, um, you know, you get short, you know, you, you want people to get, just be right to the point and, and, and matter of fact, you know, boom, and, and let's go on to the next thing. Um, you know, I, I think sometimes when you get older, you, you know, you start to lose some patience sometimes. Lose patience? Not gain patience? You, well, you, you suppose well, maturity, again, you know, when, when, with the yeah. wisdom and stuff, but yeah. you know, you know, but I also think, you know, it, it, unless you're, you're, you're conscious of, of those, you know, things going on. I think a lot of older people at times, I mean, that I've ran into who they, they seem to lose a lot of the quick tempered, you know, uh, angry, you know, pretty quick, you know, cause they just, I don't know, they just get grumpy. So when you, when you think of uh, immaturity and maturity, at least from when I think about it, it almost gives me a sense of how we behave or should behave naturally versus how we might, uh, how we may behave when we are adapting. And, and we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, we're gonna tap into that just a little bit more. But before we go into that, I want to tap into understanding that immaturity and maturity is linked to emotional intelligence. 
Yes, and what do we, that's correct. What do we know about emotion, emotional intelligence? It's a skill. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, I can, I can agree with Talk that. Talk to me. Keep talking. Like, I'm, I'm learning. Like, I've always been a, a feely guy, right? My, the, they even tried to beat it out of me at one point as a kid. Um, but emotional intelligence, this idea of being able to understand the emotions of another person and also understand your own emotions and how those might be in conflict or in agreement. And that conflict or agreement can get you um, in some places you don't want to be. Yes, uh, I like that. Even like going back to the maturity thing of, of acting in the moment. If you haven't thought about how you're going to handle conflict before conflict arises, you're a child. You, yeah. you, you're not prepared. Right. And so thus, oh. how can you have any emotional maturity or have emotional IQ about what's happening? Uh, it's happening in the moment. I think about basketball, right? I think about what my coach says, as you mature as a player, you already know what some things are. You'll see screens coming. It's because you've done these things in practice so much so the situation starts to look familiar. And don't get me wrong, we all got biases and sometimes we be wrong. Um, but for me, I, I think about emotional intelligence going back to how my emotions are interacting with somebody else's emotions and how maturity folds into that is have I thought about how this would go or do I have something to lean back on um, that doesn't make me react to this just right now? Oh, that's real good. That is really, well, Justin, you fire on, you're on fire tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you're on fire tonight. Listen, guys, as I share my screen, man, listen, it's emotional intelligence is just what Justin said, the ability to identify our own emotions and those of others to self-motivate ourselves and to know how to monitor our emotions and those of other of the people around us. Um, and, and, it's, and when I think of this, I promise you when I think of this, when I think about uh, uh, operating from a, a, a place of natural ability, giftings, talents, um, experiences versus uh, adapting to the situation, realizing or thinking that I'm thinking about my thinking and that my behavior isn't lining up with my values nor my act, uh, my, my actions, right? And so emotional intelligence has these five, uh, uh, I, I guess, pillars, right? Um, starting with the emotional intelligence of ourselves, understanding emotions, uh, how, how using emotions, managing emotions, as well as perceiving uh those emotions. Now, I want to talk talk a little bit about emotions. I want to stop. I had to see what slide was next, right? We have over thirty four thousand emotions that we we deal with. Some of y'all probably big oh, emoji, wow. big big <laughs> emoji freaks, right? Y'all y'all texting y'all wife. <laughs> that what's that? The, the, the frowny face sticking your tongue at her, maybe even winking <laughs> at her, maybe a little bit, you know. Yeah. But uh, it, studies say we have over 34,000 emotions. However, we have eight primary emotions. And those eight primary emotions kind of, uh, those 34,000 kind of fall within this, this, this eight primary emotions. Those eight include joy and sadness, 
acceptance and disgust, fear mm. and anger, surprise and anti uh, uh, anti anticipation. I'm sorry, and anticipation. I can see you the slides, bro, if you want. Um, that um, that's what that's what these are primary emotions. And tonight, I want to focus on the emotion of fear. Did y'all get that? Yeah, the emotions of fear. Yeah, I want I want to talk about the emotions of fear. Mm, let's do it. I did some fear work today, so I'm ready. You ready? Listen, I'm ready. Fear for for many guys is one of those. I mean, with my notes, make sure I'm on my notes now. I need to get to my notes, guys. Guys, I can't do this one off the dome. <laughs> no, you get it. Fear is like uh, here we go, here we go, got him. It's like the one of the number one hindrance in many men's lives. Now we don't like to think that we have a fear or anything keeping us from doing anything. We like to think we're invincible. We think we can handle any and every situation. But hold up, mm -hmm. when we have difficulties, the, the first slide of the night, difficulties. Right, bring happens? us home. Come on. What happens? Sometimes difficulties, we identify the, the hardship and we quit. Something that looks hard and, and we, get, we give it a definition and we say, well, it's too hard. The truth of the matter is that's an element of fear in your life. It's fear that's causing you to, to feel weak, inadequate, uh, helpless, lost, defeated, alone, powerless, shameless, abandoned, uh, in insecure, deficient, small, uh, uh, outcast, worthless, defective, inefficient, um, unguarded. It's fear that causes you the pain that you've been experiencing and, and, not a, and not allowing yourself to overcome the difficulties in, in life. See, whether it be fear of failure, fear, uh, fear of being reprimanded or fear of being rejected, uh, fear can be known simply to hold us back uh, and keep us to never seize opportunities in life. It, it can impact our careers. It can impact our love life. It can impact our personal relationships. I'm just talking fear, just fear. And so fear is present in men. They, they, um, and they have to learn how to overcome it. Don't hesitate to take action. Uh, don't hesitate to ca take calculated risks. Don't hesitate to take positive action or control of a situation. Um, fear. Fear, fear, fear is something else. I want to share this article that I read earlier today um, online. I wish I could tell you who it was by. I didn't write down who wrote it. I actually saw it on Facebook, right? And it talks about that when, you, when we are in the now, N-O-W, when men are in the now, in the present, in in the in right this moment, our minds register the emotion of fear. Think mm -hmm. about that. 
right now I need you to take care of uh, little grandbaby. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Guys, I gotta let this one in. This my. I need this. Might be my my mentor right here. Uh, are we? Is that does that make sense? Where 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 we going with this? When we think in the now, when we're in that moment, when we're trying to make that decision, when we're trying to we want to make the impact. It's that moment of now that we experience that emotion called fear, and it makes us uh, question our actions. It makes us question our motives. It, it makes us hesitate just a little bit. Because you know what? Yeah, I, yeah, I know you need some help, but I don't want to be stuck here all day with, with little man. And, and, I think and, I think I got you. So you saying, <laughs> sorry, so you saying it's immature to give into our fear because our fear is bringing up a difficulty to make us think that's not what we really want. Yeah. But if we was yeah. being mature, outside of our silly old thought, if we was being mature. And thinking about what we wanted, we wouldn't we wouldn't deter from what we was working toward. That I'm oh, sorry, I, I'm not trying to jump ahead. That's just no, that's, that's the, the it's that's the light bulb moment, baby. To that's fold the light bulb for me, it starts to fold in. That's the light bulb moment, and that's exactly what's happening. See, we we're allowing fear, our immaturity, to dictate how we will either move in the natural, our giftedness, our talents, what our strengths versus how we may move adapting to situations because we're thinking about it because it, it's not really what I want to be doing. Maybe uh, I, I got a little reservation here. Now, let me be real clear on this. There's nothing wrong with a, having a, an adaptive moment. The key to being, being adaptive is awareness. Realize that, hey, I am, a, I am adapting and being able to make the, the, the right alignments and adjustments to, to, to that benefit everybody, not just you. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So that's, the, that's, the, that's, where, that's where we're going. So I want to finish reading this, this article, right? It says, so uh, when we think in the now, our minds register as fear. Because our mind is designed to protect us. You know, you, did you know that your mind was designed to protect you? See, the element of fear isn't designed to keep you in uh, um, uh, what's the, in your comfort zone. It's designed to keep you from hurting yourself. However, too many of us, we, I, we hold on to the fear and we, we, we begin to adapt instead of override the fear and go into action. Mm, come through with it, I got you. Instead fear is making you change for no reason. Yeah, fear is making you change. That's that element of change that's, that's coming up, that's showing up in your life. That's that adaptive moment that you become aware of and say, well, hold on, listen, I, I got it. I, this ain't easy. It, being a public speaker ain't easy. Being, being on, on, on social media and talking to the, the, the video screen is it's difficult for your boy, you know? It's an don't element hit me. of fear. Don't hit me. Don't hit me. You want it's to an element don't of fear me. that's hindering your boy from showing up. But hold on. You put me in a crowd. You put some people on screen. Now, all of a sudden, I'm, I'm in my natural giftedness. I'm, I'm talking freely. I'm, 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 I'm coaching. I'm motivating. I'm inspiring because I'm operating in the gift. 
And we got to identify for ourselves when, when are we using this adaptive uh, behavior style and when we are allowing this adaptive behavior style that, that emotion called fear control us, right? So many men are stuck because they're stuck because they don't know how to escape the now. Y'all tracking me? They don't know he how said, to escape. He said, y'all childish. He said, we childish. We don't, right. how to, we, don't know how, we don't know how to escape the now. The now is, the uh, for men, they equate to just this, fear. Uh-oh, I don't know if I want to, I don't know if I want to change the pampers. I just got home from working. Now you just get putting me on baby duty. You, we, we, we at that, that moment of fear. Can I, can I, can I get a moment? Can I get a, a breath of oxygen? Can I, can I go check my email real quick? And, and really we making excuses because of things are a little uncomfortable in, in, um, in the environment, right? So men have not been told how to confront the fear, at least most men, right? Most men haven't learned how to confront the fear. Instead of confronting the fear, we run from it. We run from the fear. And so what does that, that fear look like when we are retracting uh, or running from the fear? The truth is when we're running from the fear, we run into our mental brain, our banks. We run into our thoughts. We run into our, um, our minds. And all of a sudden, <clears throat> uh, we, we begin to change the subject. You ever been in an argument with somebody and then change the subject? You, or you've been talking with somebody and they ask you some, they ask you some difficult or uncomfortable questions that made you kind of consider you're not ready to answer it. And then you ask an awful wall question. That's because you, you, you retracted into your mental thought. You're thinking, um, how can I get out of this? The fear has, is, is overwhelming. Mm. Ready? Ready for this? I ready? feel called out. <laughs> Don't call me out. <laughs> Here we go. Watch this. Last week we was in conversation and we was talking about the natural and adapting. And, and someone brought up, well, what happens when somebody throw their hands up and they want to fight? And my, my natural response was like, well, why would you want to fight? You know, at, at 45, 50 years old, I don't think I want to still be fighting. But for him, it was a natural response. Listen to what I'm saying here. For him, it was a natural response simply because um, um, they grew up like this. This is what I've experienced all my life. This is the only thing I know. So my natural response, what I think is natural, is to fight back. When the truth is, it is your adaptive response to fight back. Because naturally as men, God has gifted us to love. God has gifted us with patience. God has gifted us with, with, with innovative approaches and sound, sound decision-making. Not to fight in one another, you know? Does that, am I still making sense? Let me help you, let me go a little further with this one. When, we, when, we're, when we're retracting in our thoughts, really? You ready? And you are in, you in a, maybe in a discussion or argument with your wife and all of a sudden you want to get up and run out the house. You're ready to leave. You're done with the conversation. I don't want to face it no more. Listen, guys, it's because of the emotion of fear. You don't want, you can't, you don't want to be exposed. You don't want to be exposed for your limitation. And and, and the truth, mm. and another word for limitation is your weakness. 
Mm. You don't want to be exposed for your weakness. And so because the, the wife is nagging, because she's, she's being demanding, because she's trying to get to the root of the question or answer that she's looking for, now you're frustrated, you're hooping and hollering, you ever raise your voice even extra loud because you, you want to dead the conversation? Listen, you're operating in an emotion. You are being adapted. You are being immature in your actions as a man. Talk to me before I go any further. <laughs> you hit me right in the gut, man. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, you are 100% right. Be afraid of, you know, like maybe my limitations will mean I'm unlevelable now. Or maybe my limitations will mean uh, I'm no longer the man of the house or I can't lead the way that I'm supposed to or that you think that I can lead because, you know, I forgot to take the trash out. I forgot to pick up the packages, even though we talked about it. And it's, I never even paid attention to the, the, the distracted piece. I'm like, damn, I'd be thinking I'd be on point. But sometimes you brought that up without even realizing you didn't need to bring that up. That is not what we're talking about right now. Yep, yep, Childish. yep. Good stuff, man. Real good stuff. Eddie, holla at me. What's, uh, is, is this making sense to you, my friend? Uh, yeah, it does. I mean, I do see the other side of a lot of that stuff. Um uh, cause like you said, you know, most of the times the man will, will leave, uh, for certain things, but a lot of times, most of them, they'll leave to clear their head because she's not wanting to continue with that conversation. And she stirred up something that you have to take time away though. You, you know, you know, um, I, I can't argue that argument that sometimes we leave just to clear our heads. Um, I, uh, while that, that's absolutely what I, I would like to believe that that's what we want to do, um, I, I often just think that sometimes uh, because of the fear, because we can't, con we, uh, we can't control the situation, we're in an adaptive state of being, um, we, we, we feel like we're losing control. We, we don't feel like we can gain control. So the best way we know to gain controls as men is uh, to fight, to scream, or to leave. Just that simple, right? So see, now the mind is designed, we talked about this protectors, but the mind would do anything to escape the present pain, the present pain of fear that we don't want to face. This is why we replace, sometimes we replace pain with, you ever been around your friends um, having conversation and y'all start talking about the good old days? reminiscing mm. on the things that you used to do you 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 hanging out with dudes um and we can't have uh authentic safe transparent conversation we having shallow conversation hey how was the weather what's going on? i like your car Ooh, them some nice rims um what what kind of paint what kind of paint job do you have oh what kind of work are you doing anybody have those shallow conversations with with, with, with some of their friends yeah, I usually walk away from those. I don't like, I don't really, I'm not good at shooting this stuff. I used we to like, be, but now I'm not. I'm like, all right, bro, I'm gonna holler at you. Call you yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So when people are experiencing the pain, when they are in this, this element or, or, or emotion of fear, and, and fear, let's be, let's talk about fear just a little bit more. Fear can be a reverence. Hmm? 
like how I have the fear of God in my life, reverence. I reverence mm. God in my life. You know, uh, f- fear can be just the, um, an element of something that um, that I, I might not just want to face. I'm scared of it. it um, it's, it's something about it I don't like. I, I don't want to connect with it. I, I want to keep it at a distance, right? But I want to talk about reverence because sometimes when you are in, in a group of guys and you're having shallow conversation, they can't, they can't get, you can't have depth in your conversation. You can't get past talking the good old days. That's because there's an element of pain that they're experiencing in their life, right? And when you show up, and you come motivated, you come inspired, you come with positivity, you're talking, I mean, you got a fresh word in your mouth, ready? All of a sudden, they see you, they reverence you differently. And because of that pain, because of that emotion, because of that uh, ability to, to not recognize that, hey, this is an adaptive moment for me, I can't be in natural, authentic conversation with this guy. And so now I revert to reminding you of the good old days. Guys, I was recently with, talking to a friend of mine who reminded me of the good old days. He mentioned things to me, my friends, that I didn't even remember doing. I'm just being 100. Mm. I couldn't even remember doing, you know? And sometimes guys get caught up in that, in that old talk, that old way of living. Um, we get to talking about women. You know, we get to fantasizing about the woman. You know, you're in pain and you're in uh, uh, pain in your uh, maybe in your marriage or you're having difficulties connecting with your wife and this pain uh, in your head mentally. You're retreating your head mentally and you begin to start thinking about old Sarah. I, I ain't no big body by the name of Sarah, but but I'm just saying. Man, her name Keisha. No, I'm just Keisha. There we go. Maybe, maybe we start thinking about Keisha. You, 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 you know what I'm saying? And we start reminiscing of good old times with Keisha. Listen, we're retreating in that emotion called fear, God. We are, we are perpetrating uh, 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 that immaturity uh, of the, our manhood in our lives. Talk to me. Is this, is this resonating with you? I was thinking about what Eddie said about leaving it clear your, uh, your mind. And like, I think that's true. I also think that's also an escape, right? If you could deal with, your mind wouldn't be cloud, like at least for me, let me speak for myself. I won't speak for anybody else. I, I wouldn't have to leave to calm down or clear my mind if all of my emotions were available to me. You know what I mean? Or if I wasn't afraid to say, this is really frustrating right now. Like, can we take a break or can we come back? And I've, I've learned how to do some of this, you know, in, in some, some couples therapy stuff, but in a very real way, like if, if I'm not willing to confront the fact that I'm frustrated because I feel like she keeps saying the same stuff, then, you know, yeah, I, the only choice I got to do is to leave. And sometimes, you know, she says something slick and I can't deal with the fact that she hurt me like that. So I, I kind of want to, you know, give you one of these one time, but I can't do that. That's not in my character, so I got to See, and what you just said, that's what I'm talking about. So what I'm saying is, like, I'm the kind of person that want to finish that conversation, continue to, to hash on it and do whatever. Well, that other person will get to a point where they're not trying to do that, but they want to say they're dig. So then I'll go back and, and when I say clear my head, go back and say, you know, try to think about, okay, maybe if I approached it this way, if I said it this way or, or, or different things, um, then, then 
maybe there's a possibility to finish that conversation or whatever. But nine times out of 10, if that person isn't kind of thinking in the roundabout the same type of way, it makes it difficult. So that that's what I say. I take the time away to try to figure out because I can't control that person. You, you see what I'm saying? I can't, I, I can't, you know, make them think differently. I can only try to figure out how I can get better myself. Okay. I, no, I, I, definitely, I definitely think that's, that's fair. And maybe for you, it's a little bit different. I, I know in my household, those are the conversations, you know, that do end up eventually getting worked out. And while the, in the moment is riled up, you know, or even afterwards we, we, we work it out. But what I'm thinking about, at least what Dwayne is presenting, and this is my first time seeing this. I know I've been, I've been jumping ahead a little bit because the, the bolts are starting to click for me is that there are areas in my life or in the conversations where I'm not really thinking about it the way I need to be. And it doesn't yeah. matter how I said it or how I could have went about it. And again, it could be different for you. I, because I wanted it to go the way I saw it, because I deep down I really wanted to have control over what it was, was going on. I'm not really, you know, open to any other way it could go or even following that investment. Or at least I wasn't. Sometimes I will say, okay, fine. You wanted to say that to me. Why did you just say that to me in this conversation? We talking about taking the trash out. Why well, I got to be a stupid mf because, you know, I said I want to break, you know, not breaking a relationship, but a, a break, uh, before I come home and start doing chores and stuff like that. No, that's 100, that's good insight. I, and I love, I love uh, what you both are saying because it, it does open, open me up to a, a, a different perspective um, and, and, um, and not be one dimensional because uh, different point of views are, are very uh, um, uh, retrospective, what we need in, in this time. So I appreciate those. That's those are real good, real good. And then just to mention, like you said about the trash, it was the same thing when Dwayne talked about the poop, uh, you know, before. And I, I, I kind of mentioned something about that. But it's the same thing. Like, like you say, you know, it needs to be done. It's only going to take you a second. <clears throat> like you said, you started doing the arc, you know, different things you're starting to break down. So that's little things that you're starting to see that is going to continue to help. Like you said, the trash. Now you come home, you know, you need you're tired, you need to break. It's the same thing. Okay, I'm gonna go on and knock this out real quick. Then I ain't gotta hear her mouth or whatever, or however you want to be, and then take care of that. It was the same thing with with the with the little guy. Like today, uh, she was late getting off. I felt crappy because, you know, here I'm trying to figure out how to go pick up, you know, this customer that I need to pick up and and then go get him. But the only thing I can think about is, okay, I'm gonna hurry up and get this done, and then I'm gonna get him from my daughter. And then, and then, you know, so then she's not having a rush from there to there. So those are the little things that I'm starting to try to, you know, figure out, you know, again, like, you know, I, I, you know, I'm conscious of what she tries to eat or different things like that. So I try to do certain things. So, you know, I'll have the food ready before she gets home or, or different things, um, you, you know, or, or little. That's things fair. But eat. what about your limitations, though? Like, and I'm only learning some therapies. I begin to take care of myself. What about you? You know what I mean? But that's like, the thing. Yes, I, you I, gotta I, do that. What about you? 
but, but that's the whole thing before it What's was your... all about me i didn't i wasn't doing anything to help out you know oh, okay you see what i'm saying i i it was all about me i wouldn't you, you know that's what i'm saying I, you know dwayne's got me to where i'm thinking a lot differently um you know outside it's not just about me it, it's you know if i do these things as a whole together then it all comes as one i'm, I'm going to be able to take care of myself at the same time instead of just solely myself yeah you, you know, you know when it, that balance yeah that's and that's exactly what it is we need that balance I'm, 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 okay yeah we need that balance and so um uh what you, i heard you say what about what about you what about me you know i just realized this that um as leaders right we have to set the tone you know uh people do what people others do what they see people do just that simple People do what they see other people do, particularly the leader. And if the leader can uh, uh, give of himself, don't, you know, I ain't saying it's not, you're not important. I'm not saying put yourself to the wayside. I'm just saying be, be more intentional, get more focused about the one, the, the people you care about, your family. Get more focused, intentional mm -hmm. about your kids. Get more focused and about your coworkers, you know, and, and, and get to this place where we can learn to serve. Give of ourselves, just give of yourself, you know. And when you begin to start giving, you it's, it gets it becomes reciprocated, and because people follow what other people do, all of a sudden there's a change in the dynamics, you know. Now when you come home, they're wow, you they're not expecting you to do what you always do. You know, now they may be thinking, man, you know what? How can I serve him? Right. Does that make sense? How can, how can I serve him? How can I be there for his need, his desire? How can I understand him a little bit more? Because he took the time to understand me. He went the extra mile to, real, to understand what I like, what I like to eat, how I like to serve. You know, think about E, man. He, he say um, all the time that... Um, uh, going to Popeye's for his wife, he got to get the, the chicken extra high. He got to come out to Greece, <laughs> you know? And so he, he's, he's particular about how he served, you know? And, and in return, it shows up for him in many different ways at home, you know? And so when we're thinking about us, I, I, say, I say practice removing yourself just, just a little um, in efforts, in efforts to build the alignment. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. To, to, to build the alignment. Because once, once you're able to build the alignment, and, and let me say this about alignment while I'm thinking about it. Alignment is twofold. There's that physical, what you desire, and then that's that spiritual. Because, um, and what I mean is, you can't do nothing alone apart from God. And you got to get your spiritual alignment as well. You got to realize, you got to be connected to a source that's going to, uh, uh, give you the support, the understanding, the knowledge, the wisdom to operate, to move in the direction in, and you need to move in. Making sense, guys? I want to close this up. No, yeah. we, got, we got, I want to close this out in about 15 minutes, guys. And I just want to share this, um, two more slides with you. Um, and I want to go into um, better understanding uh, our behavior. Let me get to the Share screen, Sam. Hey, uh, hey, Wayne. I got a, uh, I got a jet. I got to help with the little one real quick. Um, All right, my. 
but I appreciate it. This was this was actually fire. I didn't know what to expect. I like what the the thing and Eddie be dropping the bars. He be silent one, but he got the, he got the bars when he come through. That's what's up. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, Eddie, you're not gonna want to miss next week, man. I'm, I'm bringing I'm bringing Justin back, my friend, and uh, he's he's coming back next week, and he he he's gonna give us some some food for knowledge next week. So don't miss next week. Justin, man, I thank you for joining us and chiming in, man. I thank you for your input. You dropped nothing but value, man. Go have a blessed evening, and we're going to finish up, Ed. You good, Eddie? Yeah. All right. So we we, we understand um, um, I introduced you to before the pilots, I mean, uh, the flight crew, right? The The flight crew. Yeah, the flight attendant the uh, grounds crew, as well as the air traffic controller. And when we think of our, our disc behavior style and emotional intelligence, there's two levels to this. There's the high emotional intelligence where we as pilots or a high D are ambitious, driven, and decisive. And then there's that low emotional intelligence when we are uh, maybe adapting, where we may be... Um, uh, 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 acting a little bit immature, where we come off aggressive, demanding, and and confrontational. Has that, does that make sense? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so when it comes to the flight flight attendant, the high I, um, her high emotional, uh, uh, well, not her, but the high emotional intelligence of the flight attendant, the interactive behavior style is sociable, charming, and persuasive. I'm a high, I'm a 99 I, my behavior style, you know? So that's my natural behavior. That's my high emotional intelligence. When I am uh, being mature, I'm, I'm, I'm acting like who I should be acting like, the adult I should be. However, when I begin to uh, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for now? Become a little immature, in my, in, my, in my behavior style, I'm, I'm easily distracted. Maybe I'm even a poor listener and I become impulsive because now my, my emotional intelligence uh, is low. I, I'm, sh- I'm showing my immaturity. And in so many cases, I'm adapting in my behavior style. Talk to me. Yeah. Yeah, like you were saying, like... Um... You know, like if you get frustrated, you get pissy or, um, you know, uh, if it, with different types of confrontation could cause that easily. Yeah, absolutely. And so looking at the, the grounds crew, our S, S behavior style, stability, how we pace our environment. Um, as, a, as a high S, our emotional intelligence is high because we, we, we have a little bit, we, we're more patient. We understand we're stable in our environment and we, we, we try to, we are we excellent listeners. We're, we're listening to what's going on. We're concerned about people. And um, I, our emotional intelligence um, is at a higher level. However, when our emotional intelligence drops and it seems to be as though we're, we may be acting a little bit immature because we resist change. Maybe we're because we're becoming a, a passive or stubborn in our actions, you know. Um, so 
that's when we can kind of start saying, you know what, I may be adapting versus operating in my natural gifting and style. And when it comes to the air traffic controller, the high C, um, and, um, and when it comes to handling policies and procedures written by other people, our, our, our uh, emotional intelligence, while high, means that we're detailed, we're careful, and we're very systematic. This is when we are operating in our natural giftedness. However, some may become uh, immature in because they're critical, um, they're critical towards people, um, they're hard to please, and they become this perfectionist, right? And so early in conversation, I told you I wanted to share some transparency about myself. And my, my, my discourse is I'm a 99I and I'm a 77 or 78C, you know? And because my, my scores, my I is high, and my C is high, sometimes, um, and I noticed this for myself, when I'm being immature, it's because I am being critical to, towards people, I'm, if that makes sense. I'm being yeah. judgmental towards people. And it's causing me, right? It's causing me to be ineffective in my approach to get things done. It's causing me ineffectiveness to, to connect or build relationships, you know? Um, and, and, and it's hindering me from my own personal growth, my own personal growth. And so when I was going over this and I started looking at this, I, it was an eye opener for me that I had to tell myself, you know what, I got to stop being so critical towards others. So that was the that was my 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 lesson learned actually this evening. I mean this afternoon as I was uh, jotting these slides together, my friend. So listen, tonight we talked about um, what did we talk? Uh, the immature man versus the mature mindset of a man. Um, how, what did you glean anything? Yeah, I just, I mean, the, the main thing, like I said, you know, uh, too, is, is just like you said, you know, how you look at different things as, as far as a mature uh, type of deal. It doesn't have to be uh, a lot of times how you're actually acting. It could be just different things that you're doing. Um, I also look at, um, again, for me, it comes down to, you know, try to find a better way to, um, you know, verbalize or you know, use your intellect when it comes to some of that stuff, um, instead of always wanting to, you know, kind of come back with a, a smart ass comment or even get it to the point where I don't even think it. Cause now I, I may not say it, but I, I am thinking it, you know, mm -hmm. That's um, good. so, so I've gotten a little better, uh, with, with some of that stuff. Um, and, 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 and again, just, um, you know, with your actions, you know, maturity could be in certain things that you do. Um, like I said, uh, you know, like for me, you know, even though you said you still did good, I had the body language, you know, maybe not have the body language, you know, um, it, it just a lot of little things like that. So, no, no, that's good. That's good insight. So, um, so what does it mean to be a true man, you know, a mature man? Let's say that a true, a mature man is strong. I say, I mean, the first thing is, is knowing being realistic about it, knowing those, those that you have faults and flaws, 
um, and, and those things. I, I think once you can accept that, you know, that stuff is, is there, um, that, that's when you're, you're true and not fake. You know, it's the ones that don't look at uh, that they're flawed or have issues, um, which won't allow you to be mature enough. You know, I mean, I, I mean, that's how I look at it. No, that's real good. I love that. I love what you just said too. just uh, becoming that mature man is knowing that you have those flaws. Um, and, and while we know it, um, being able to identify those things and and make the that's awareness. Right. But also yeah. make the make the, the, the alignment, the, those the needed adjustments uh, uh, for yourself so you can become the much more tr- mature man that's strong, that's confident. That's a diligent provider. That's passionate. And then, yeah, and then you'll eventually have the natural behavior that you're supposed to have instead of the adaptive part of it. You yeah. know, and just like Justin was saying, you know, you have so many different things that come on. How do you know to have that particular, you know, reaction at that time? Well, again, if you, you know, have more of a calm thought process when it comes to stuff, no matter how it comes at you, um, if you have that mindset, you're going to be able to come with the correct you know, mature answer or action or um, response when it comes to that kind of thing. You know, yeah. you, you won't you won't have to revert back to the, the childish part. And like I said, that's wisdom. Um, and just like I was mentioning, I mean, I don't know if you really, you know, kind of follow what I was saying. You know, there's people like, you know, you, you got old people that all of a sudden they just become grumpy. So it, it's something that they had hitting all those years, but mm-hmm. all of a sudden as they got older, you know, that other side comes out, you know? So now it's like, like I say for us, like, like you have a natural uh, tendency to be nice and, and cordial and, and respectful and, and be able to interact, you know, on a certain deal. But I know even for you, for a fact that you've noticed over the years now, you know, there's a lot of things that, you know, they're said a certain way and you kind of get I'm not going to say annoyed, but, you know, could be irritated or different things that you now start to see too. So, it, but that's an age thing where you wouldn't, you never had that before. You know what I'm saying? So those are the little things that I know I have to be aware as I get older to see, you know, what kind of old person am I going to be? I'm going to be a grumpy old person or do I can, or I can fix this now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you say it can be an age thing. I'm not sure if it's an age thing more than it is. And it's just my point of view on this. You know, I like what you're saying because it 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 it, it makes sense. I understand um, your point of view on it. But I just wonder if it is because um, sometimes I mean, think about it. Um, as we get older, sometimes we lose uh, our cognitive thinking process. That's what I. That, okay, yeah, because like I say, it's not a, it's not really a true age thing, but I think that's that's hitting it on the head right there. Yeah, yeah, and and, and so what you what you're seeing is people adapting from what they would naturally be like. Now they're adapting and they become grumpy. They become uh, more agitated. Yeah, and and, it, and that makes sense. And, and it can be uh, related to uh, 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 what's that? Uh, dementia. Uh, yeah, yeah, what, yeah. All kind of things. You know, I I can't really think of every little thing, but this is what comes to mind when you say this to me. So that makes real good sense to me. What, what, uh, your your explanation and, and point of view there. So listen, I want to leave you with three questions, man. As we close this thing out, we got few minutes here. Well, three powerful questions to begin to help, to help uh, ask yourself when you are, when, when you, when you're trying to figure out uh, how to navigate 
this space, the now and the fear. You know, who, who is one, who do I need to become or who do I desire to become in this point, this moment, this time? Number two, what is it that I must stop doing? And number three, what action must I start doing? Yeah. Three questions to ask yourself when navigating in the now and overcoming the fear uh, so you can gain the results in life you want. Who do you need to become? What must I stop doing? And what action must I start doing? That's it. My friend, do you got anything else for us? Talk, no, that's it, me. bro. Man, I hope this was re uh, uh, refreshing. I hope this added some value to your life. Hope you had some great takeaways. Uh, I really appreciate Justin for chiming in with us tonight. Like I said, he'll be back next week. Uh, man, this guy is an amazing dude. You're going to really enjoy him. So I encourage you, do not miss next week. Also, man, I encourage you, invite a friend, man. Bring a friend oh, yeah, out. Yeah, I did. I, I sent it to a couple of people, you know, that I was okay. hoping, you know, um, you know, and then I tried to forward the link over too. Um, of course, they look at my text and probably they just look at it and be like, ah, oh, not answering. But I, I do try to send it over to them just to, to catch catch on because I think if they end up liking it, then, you know, it, it was just like what we talked about getting them to sign up for other stuff. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I, I normally try to get them to uh, to, you know, take a peek at it and see what's up. That's what's up. Well, I appreciate you, my friend. Um, like I said, the truth is um, I couldn't do this without you. So I really appreciate you taking time out your day, chiming in with your boy, um, giving your feedback, honest criticism or, or feedback and point of view that we can all grow from, man, because that's what it's all about. It's all about empowering men um, to 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 bring uh, to gain the awareness, to build the alignment and to make the needed adjustments uh, to be better men better husbands, better fathers, and better leaders. Man, you have an amazing night, and God bless. All right, you too, buddy. Time well spent always seems so short. Hey, listen, we, me at Men of Vision just want to say thank you for lending us your listening ear and tuning in um, faithfully on the Men of Vision podcast. It's our aim to bring you um, value into your life, whereby you can take back into your communities, on your jobs, and in your home, and lead effectively through simple principles of leadership. Hey, I'm your boy, D-Rob, and join us next time on the Men of Vision podcast. And as you know, I always say, success is in your hands. It's up to you what you do with it. Until next time, God bless and thank you.